0: Hello, this is your host, Sonata Allison, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. So, as you guys can see, I'll be talking to the Shama today. If you guys don't know who this man is, you've been missing out. This is a very funny human. So, I think at the end of the episode, he says his... uh, his like handle and different stuff, different places you can find him. But you can probably just look up his name. But he's freaking hilarious. He does a lot of like sketches that remi- may remind you of the churches that you may have grown up in, the churches that you never wanted to grow up in. <laughs> um, some of the stuff he does is freaking hilarious. So definitely should check him out. But even in this episode, we talked about different aspects of sexuality and like how he grew up, uh, what he learned through the church, um, through his family. Um, what dating looked like for him, and and marriage as well, uh, and the conversations that led up to that as well. So yeah, just a very well-rounded episode, um, not just about his talent, but also about sexuality and different things like that. So I think you guys will really enjoy this episode. I was cracking up. I, I hope you guys think it's as funny as I do, but yeah, let's get right into it. All righty, I have the... Shama on the podcast who would have thought what an honor what a blessing
1: how are you doing today I'm doing well how are you doing
0: I'm doing well as well um so every time I have someone on the podcast I ask some uh iteration of this question um what do you believe to be true about God and why
1: oh man I I, one thing I believe that God is good one thing I Mm -hmm. believe that God is good um That's, that's, and that's really difficult to say because a lot of bad stuff happens. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel like good and and bad in life kind of run parallel, uh, but God is good. So I always think about, there's a Bible verse where Paul says "Is the phrase to describe his emotions is sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, that's true, man. It's sad, (laughs) but there's always something to rejoice about. Yeah. I get sad. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: so funny. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I was actually thinking about that recently too, you know, because I'm I'm still yeah. single out here in these streets. So you know, I'm sad but also joyful. Um <laughs> that's my experience yeah. of that. Um, but yeah, that's beautiful. Um so can you tell the people who you are and what your talent is?
1: Oh, talent. Uh am I auditioning here? Oh, my <laughs> name is Shama Marema. Uh I am a what am I? I'm a comedian host creator uh like a like a part part it's not even part-time it's a seasonal i'm a seasonal rapper oh <laughs> uh and then and then yeah yeah producer like i produce videos and stuff so yeah you do just,
0: all the things i
1: try i try to stay busy mm-hmm. uh and occasionally I, I try to get paid too but uh you that's know good. <laughs> you <laughs> that's good you know important. this world is difficult with money
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, so you guys
0: may is. already know Shama. He's freaking hilarious as you guys already know. And I just wanted to bring him on the podcast. I also think it's really cool to just see creatives in different environments talking about different things. So Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. So, thanks so much for having me. Of course. So, the people may not know, but you're married.
1: I am married. I'm yeah. married to to Grace, formerly Grace Todd, mm. uh now Grace Morema.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We've been married
1: this past September it was 4 years four okay. years three kids uh we were both born in 1992. Oh. Uh, I don't know if people needed to know that but we were born <laughs> in the same year. Hey and then, that works. Uh yeah we we wasted no time we uh we had our first our first uh child Ezra our firstborn celebrated our first anniversary with us. Wow. Uh, some people can relate who had a baby their first year of marriage so. <laughs> and what was that like we for you that. guys? Uh it was you know it was it was cool it was okay. really cool it was interesting um I don't you know I don't I don't think we really knew <laughs> I don't think we knew but also we were at a uh, I don't think we knew what we were doing let me finish that sentence um but God has been God has been super gracious to us and uh and we I mean we met each other when we were like what 26 so we were kind of you know we were kind of done not like done with but we're just kind of like hey we're we're both for real like we're adults now right, right. we're done with college we've got careers mm-hmm. we're doing this right and so uh so when a baby kind of showed up we're like all right no, we're now we could know we're parents too all right <laughs> right both but, at yeah, the same it's been, time it's been really good yeah yeah and then we just had our, our third born now we have ezra zoe and then uh ezra's three Ezra's two, uh, two and a half. Zoe just turned one in April. Just, it's been April. It's been like how many months? And then our <laughs> newborn just turned, uh, is two weeks old. Wow. Lucy, oh, that's, so. wow. I know. That is two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago, a whole baby. You go in, I think there's a comedian who's like, you uh, birth is weird because you two people walk into a hospital and they come out with three yeah (laughs) I don't know who says that but yeah it's wild it's wild so it's been it's been a huge blessing to get to experience like um I mean just that just that facet of of life you know Mm. um my wife once said like after our first point she was like you know every great man or woman was once a baby and I'm like yeah that's kind of nuts <laughs> kinda it really nuts, is if you think about it it really yeah, is yeah yeah everybody's like oh what a powerful you're like no 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 no!" like the only great person i can think of right now is usher raymond i, I don't know if that says a lot about me i just saw a video <laughs> about him but he was usher was once a baby <laughs> yeah
0: and that's why i'm like when people say like oh i'm self-made but who fed you you know yeah when you yeah, were an infant come on now. you're not self-made
1: you know, at least give like credit to somebody who like, raised you. <laughs> People are like, man, kids are so annoying, and I'm like, yo, so were you? Right, <laughs> exactly. Like, I get on planes with my kid, you know, with my kids, and people are like, oh, are you, are you afraid your kids are gonna cry? And I'm like, no, that's what kids do. Also, right. we're not. It's not a freaking uncle's airplane. Like we're <laughs> we paid for those seats, so if my son wants to cry, he can cry. <laughs> He will cry. That's a great. threat.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, and I think you're one of the guys that I've seen like actually talk about fatherhood in like a joyful way. So,
1: yeah, I think that's I mean, awesome. There are like a handful of uh, friends and I who were all, I mean, I would say like under thirty. I just turned thirty this year. Um, cool. But um yeah, we're all parents and we're just trying to reshape that narrative of of you know, there are a lot of people like, oh you have kids, man, it's over. Especially mm-hmm. in like the creative space. People are like, Oh man, you ever you have to put everything on pause. And uh and that, that's not the case. I mean, you just you just kinda learn to live in the tension of creating and and also loving your kids and loving your wife and uh or your husband if you're a female creator and and just figuring it out you know so Mm -hmm. that's been good children are a blessing I know the bible says that and uh and I mean don't get me wrong it's difficult sometimes but you're really really just trying to like emphasize that hey kids are a blessing kids are Mm -hmm. a blessing so
0: yeah I think I don't know if I'm misquoting you so just let me know you said something I was watching one of the one of the podcasts you were on you said they're like the most beautiful inconvenience or something like that
1: yeah. <laughs> Did I say that? It that was something is. Something like that. Just poetic. something where it's like it
0: was kind of a contradiction, but yeah. it made sense.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a hundred it, it really is. It's 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 such there's such a beautiful inconvenience. So I mean, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. I was, you know, once again, like I was single till I was like twenty-six, and so there was it was just me for a long time. And mm-hmm. I don't know about other like I just was not that I was like not that I was like Tony Hawk out here, you know, skiing and snowboarding or skydiving. No, it was just sort of like whatever happens to me happens, you know. But now I'm like, nah, man, my kids, you know, I've got my wife, um, you know, I gotta I gotta be around. I gotta like stick around. Yeah, the choices that are make are that I make are important. Uh, I don't ride I don't ride anything with wheels without a helmet. That's just, oh wow! That's just like, <laughs> wow, you're real. That's you're a real like, dad yeah, right goofy, there. But I'm like, this brain, this brain is a part of a family of five. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to protect it. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. And I was talking to someone uh, recently, too, about that. Like, your whole mind changes when you're married, too. Like, he said, like, yeah. it's like a something clicked in his head. Like, he always has his wife in the back of his mind now.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, anything he's doing. Oh, oh yeah, it's a hundred percent. I, I, I'm like flying this afternoon. I'm flying to Oklahoma, and so you know, in the past, I was like, whatever, get on a plane. Now I'm like, this no, I need to. I've got a family. Right. (laughs) Better, we better land. Uh, We better be on time too. Delays. I'm like, you're delaying me to my family. Right. Uh. Yeah. But it's good.
0: Good stuff. So, um, do you feel like you and your wife are prepared to like navigate sexuality and dating
1: in a marriage? I'm. I'm not gonna speak for my wife, but I'm gonna speak for myself and say no. Okay. Uh, I grew up. I grew up very evangelical, uh, mm. Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. That was our. That was our flavor. I can see that in <laughs> your content. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do too much, man. Um, yeah, yeah. So I would say the only thing I knew about sexuality was my dad told me, "Hey, your body, your body is your body is changing," and uh, my mom told me, "Don't get a girl pregnant." And so my African parents. So that's all I knew was my body is changing, which I was like, yeah, I knew that. And then my mom was like, don't get a girl pregnant. And I remember thinking like, there are a lot of steps in between <laughs> right. both of those that I don't know <laughs> what to what to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and so, so my parents were, uh, my family, we, we were. I was born in Tanzania, East Africa, moved to the States when I was two years old. Mm. Um moved my family became missionaries my parents became missionaries and we moved back to Tanzania where we're from to do mission work um and then I moved back to the states my older brother younger sister uh, and myself my older brother moved back to the states for college and I came back and followed him to go to college and uh and so that was like the first time that I, I didn't go on a date till I was in college mm. and so I remember going on being on this date thinking like Whoa! I don't have the tools for this at all. <laughs> I am very—I am an ill-equipped 19-year-old Yikes. right now. Uh, but yeah, I don't think that's any fault to my my parents. I'm, you know, uh, they did—they—they they did what they were doing. Mm. You know they did the best they could do. And my mom yeah. says that. And for a long time, I remember thinking like, no, you no, you did not. But then now I've got kids. I'm like, no, you, I really am <laughs> between the sleep deprivation and, uh, and everything in work and whatever. I'm like, no, we, I really am doing the best I can do mm,
0: right now. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel like the church has played a role in that too? If we're not going to, you know, say your parents, your parents were doing the best they could yeah. do, but how did the church kind of,
1: I mean, I mean, the church also is the same thing, you know, there was just like this, uh, just books and sermons you're kind of given the same spiel you know dating pursue her uh, love her uh then some people take it even you know further about don't be alone don't whatever mm-hmm. blue and red make purple and kind of all those things and <laughs> wow. and i think there's this there's you know treat everybody like us like us like your sister and uh, your brother like you know like, and so there's all this language of like okay uh um i recently read a, a book that a lady recommended to me um called the great sex rescue. Mm. And, um, I don't know if you've, if you've heard of it, but it's written by two female, uh, Christians and and they just go through and kind of talk about all these points and in, uh, in, in, from different books about uh, sexuality, dating and marriage. And they kind of, uh, kind of tackle all of those points is, Hey, people said this, and this really isn't correct (laughs) at (laughs) all in terms of dating. So I think there was just, there was so much, uh, say there was a little bit of theology. It was probably like 2% <laughs> theology. Right. And then like 98% of people's opinions about yeah, like, yeah. you know, when I dated, when I was courting my wife, we walked around the garden every <laughs> weekend or whatever with her parents present. And so, Whoa. you know, uh, I was like, how does that pertain to me right now though? <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I've told people, I'm like, I don't think there was the there were too many narratives going
2: mm, on. There yeah. were too many
1: like <laughs> there were opinions, too many
0: yeah. Like so many people were saying yeah, different things and then it ends up conflicting. Narratives. It's like what are huh? So right. so how do you feel like that affected your dating and then marriage, like in particular?
1: Uh man to be honest, I uh in terms of dating, I like I wrecked. I wrecked a lot. Uh in I don't think there's anybody to to blame mm-hmm. there you know i just i think about the freaking link. i'm like i wish i could go back and like apologize mm. uh because apologizing now would be weird i can't like hit somebody <laughs> so what be, like, would
0: you be apologizing but... for if you did go back if, you know if it wasn't weird i, I
1: think it was uh, you know maybe it was just like just maybe the way the, the way i acted mm. uh some of my expectations
2: mm.
1: um uh uh I don't know. Maybe the pace of some relationships—the the pace that I don't know. Maybe I set, we set. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Okay. I, I think it's just one of those things that I, I think about now, and I'm like, "Whoa, that was that was uh, that was not that was not correct on my part." Okay, and um, and I should I knew better, but also I didn't. You know, the in the context, I didn't know. Like people told me what to do generally. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey, when you're dating, do this, and then. And then was just like you and you and somebody else. Yeah, there is that. Con- you you kind of need to know. Okay, this is this is how we need to. This is how we need to act. Or this is what we. Need. And so I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Those there, there's so many uh, so many scenarios where you know I'm like yeah, I just it wasn't it wasn't it it wasn't right. It was not correct.
0: <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> it's not yeah. correct. I think as you're talking, I'm thinking like. Um... Like people say a lot of the time, dating wasn't in the Bible, so we don't have like a a set way to do things. So we're all just really trying yeah. to figure it out. Um, right. But I think if we have right. more conversations. It would be more, you know, it would be conducive to the dating scene for Christians.
1: Also, I don't know if I if the way I answered your question just then was like uh, was satisfactory. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever been in a relationship where you're something? You're like ah, this, you know. The, yeah, the relationship's dead and you're like oh man could it have <laughs> been better who's who's to blame what you like what happened what that's happened?
0: what i'm saying it's like how do you even you know sometimes yeah. you don't even know
1: no no and so yeah both, like that was that was me that was me throughout like my my dating years was just yeah. like gosh this is not and so even when when i met when i met grace um I remember just, you know, being very open about like, Hey, this is, first of all, I've, I'm not, I've kind of wrecked in this, in this, in the dating department <laughs> mm. <laughs> multiple times. I'm uninsurable, but no, like, I was like, Hey, this is like, this is, this is what I believe we should do. Um, mm. and, uh, and so just kind of setting a new, like, yeah, just like a new, a new pace. Uh,
0: but how, how did you do that? How did you know to do that? Where
1: I'm did you get your honest oh, man? Um, I would I would say uh, for me when I when I met some friends that I worked with at the time I worked at a production company and uh, a friend that I worked with introduced me to introduce me to Grace mm. but um I was around like five or six really awesome guys who were my age who were mm. also married okay and um and some had kids and so there was this we traveled a lot together as well and so. They were really, really honest and open about their relationships, the difficulties in their relationships, how they went about, like, how did they buy a ring? What did, mm-hmm. you know, what did, what did they look, what was the first year of marriage like? Um and so all of that information together, I tell my wife, I'm like, yo, if I would have not, if I wouldn't have been around those group of guys at that company at that time, I probably wouldn't have married you. Mm. Um, and that was nothing against her. But I remember just being like, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't have it. Um, and so people are like, oh, you get married. Yeah. I was like, where do we live? What do we, what do we do? What do we, where do we, <laughs> where do we, do we go? How do we get insurance? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, how do we how do we do we buy a car do we what, what, what you know do we buy a house how does our credit work so right. there were all these like dumb questions that were like real like technical like nuts and bolts but then they were also like hey man um do your you and your wife like ask my friends like do you and your wife like argue mm. what is that like like how do you um did you go to did you go do you go to therapy together what is that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you do um and so yeah yeah there was just a, like a lot of um I would, just a lot of like learning, uh, just I would say like tutelage, almost like an apprenticeship, okay. uh, in a way of hey, here are people my age who are married and I love them, I respect them,
2: mm-hmm. and um,
1: and I love and respect their marriages. I've met their wives, you know, um, I've met their families, and now our families are friends mm-hmm. and um, and our kids, you know, like play together. And so it's like this beautiful thing. And I look at them, I'm like, hey, man, like, I really thank you for, yeah, just just holding my hand and, and kind of walking me through like, Hey, you should, are you going to propose? What are you going to do? Like, do you love her?
2: Uh, <laughs> that's asking me
1: hard questions. Are you ready? <laughs> you know what? I'm just thinking like, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Because that's like an area, I don't know, maybe some people's parents are more involved in their dating lives. Uh, my parents yeah. were not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like I said, uh, your body is changing don't <laughs> impregnate anybody <laughs> <laughs>
0: the so, pillars the pillars
1: yeah yeah the pillars <laughs> and I was like I, I, I. <laughs> right <laughs>
0: but I think what you're explaining you're saying like a kind of like an apprenticeship kind of not being able to find the words I think what should be happening in churches more especially with men is discipleship like you guys yeah. should know like you should have people to come alongside you to do that and I think it's beautiful that you had people like that and I think it's important for yeah. people to look at the person they're dating to see if they have people like that in their life as well. So that's awesome. Oh,
1: I mean, oh yeah. Yeah. That is, I mean, really and truly, I would say probably the greatest, um, growth that has happened for me, uh, spiritually, mentally, uh, even just career wise has, always been tied to uh relationships and sometimes the relationships kind of evolve and people move away and things change mm-hmm. but uh yeah just somebody in in my life at a specific time who was like I we just clung together and just really really uh uh worked on whatever aspect to get like whether it was creating videos or hey your dating relationship is getting more serious and you might get ma- I think you're gonna get married like this is, here's some things that you need to know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I'm really, really thankful for people who, uh, who, uh, I would say just kind of go beyond going, like, how are you doing, man? Cool, cool, cool. How's, how's grace? How are you? Cool. But friends who are like, Hey, like, are you ready? Like, Hey, I would recommend this book. You, yeah, did you yeah. read it. Did you read it? You know? And then, yeah, just, just, it's a, it's a group project. That's mm-hmm. kind of like what I tell people. I'm like marriage, especially for families too. I used to always see my, uh, My parents talking to other parents Mm. and uh, growing up, you know, like a birthday party or something or church, something like, what are they talking about? And then now I know because now I'm, my wife and I, we're the parents who are talking to other parents, talking about our kids and our experiences. And we're like, oh, we're like solving this puzzle, dude. We're (laughs) figuring this thing out. Um, So that's
0: what we're talking about at your your sixth birthday party. (laughs) Now, you know.
1: Yeah, we are. (laughs) We are like,
0: man, let me tell you what this
1: punk did the other night.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, that's so good. Awesome. So, do you feel like there's anything that you wish the church would have talked more about, like in particular, or you're just kind of like, you know, they did what they could. It is what it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, first of all, I should preface this by saying, like, I'm like the wrong person to talk about uh, dating, sex, and marriage. (laughs) Dating, marriage, and sex, whatever order you want to put those three in. (laughs) Why do you Um, feel like that?
0: (laughs) You've done all three of this. I don't
1: know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like smarter people have,
2: oh my have can tackle
1: this. You know what I mean? But do um, so I wish what the church would have talked about?
0: Just personally I mean, for you, maybe it doesn't have to be like a, something yeah. profound. You know.
1: <clears throat> uh, you know, I think there was this. There was a like a, there was a the 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 narrative of hey like having a great being a great human being a great guy uh and not don't lust don't smoke don't chew don't (laughs) you know drink uh don't be alone with girls don't do this don't Mm. do there were all these things that i was like told to do and um and for a long time we're thinking like oh because it's a sin I don't need to do that cause it's a sin. Uh, but then also God is forgiving. And mm. so God forgives my sin. And, um, and there were so many things that I remember thinking and doing like, Oh, I don't want do to do that. I can't do that. I can't, I can't, I can't do one. Another. But more than anything, it, it's the, those decisions they're not like just in place for, for you to like live this monk like life. Uh, but they're also like you are. You are a better person. You're a you're a better person. Your future, um, your choices, uh, your quality of life, your your relationship with the Lord is uh, is better if you forego certain things. Yes. Um. And I wish maybe people communicated that to me, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of like sin 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 and a holy god and live a holy life and live all, all these things and uh and so there was big emphasis on like holiness which i believe is 100% important but it's mm-hmm. like for what right like for what for sure uh, and 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 um you know it's like it, it, it's it's for you it's mm-hmm. for the life you're going to lead it's for your friendships is for your relationships is for the career that, uh, that you want is for the ministry that you want to be a part of. Um, yeah. And I see, I think you see that time and time again, people who, uh, I don't know, like they just couldn't really tame alcohol or they couldn't tame, um, not that it's like a, like a beast to be tamed, but they couldn't really control their relationship with that. Or, uh, you know, their lust uh, in it, you know, kind of, ah, oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like gets gets the best of them time and time again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think there's, yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think that's a, no, that's a good answer. Just, there was just like this big, like a big call to like man. And, and so when people ask you like, "How are you doing, man?" Like, are you? <laughs> they could have just boiled it down and going like, "How are you sinning?" Right. And so you could just exactly. go, "No, I'm not sinning." Right. You know? But the answer, I think, the bet was like, "Hey." how are you doing in all these different areas and mm-hmm. you can go, Hey, I'm not doing well, or this is what I did. And then just going like, Hey, that's okay. This is how we're going to, this is, this is, a, this is a climb. This is a marathon. This mm-hmm. isn't a sprint. You're like, you're not going to like, you're not going to cross the finish line of holiness in like <laughs> in two months because you read a book <laughs> or you were part of a discipleship thing. Like, exactly. you know, you gotta, you gotta figure this out like day in and day out. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. there was a, yeah, that was just for me. For me, I'm like, um, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm 30 now. So I can look back on, in my life and friends that I knew um, who didn't make wise decisions and I mm. see how it's affecting how it's affected their life for sure and so um yeah like sin and everything all of that holiness at the at the front and center but then also man just make those decisions <laughs> like those decisions also it doesn't just affect like your holiness it's your holiness but then also your relationships yourself, your future uh your career your work uh, all those different things yeah different
0: things. i think that's why people have a hard time even you know with what my podcast is about because no one really tells us why we shouldn't be having sex why we shouldn't do this why we shouldn't do that like it is benefiting you and the people you're in relationships with now and in the future yeah. that's why and right. the church doesn't really talk yeah. about that that aspect like coming alongside and if you do make that mistake why that is affecting you negatively and the person that you made that decision with
1: I remember there was, I was a youth pastor at a church and, um, there was a student, a female student who, who, uh, she got pregnant and, um, she came to church one Wednesday. She was still in high school. She came to church and her friend, her friend, uh, like she sent her friend in early to come and find me. And she came and said, Hey, uh, so and so is here, and she wanted me to know if it's all right that she comes inside.
0: That's too service. Cry. That's
1: too much. Um because you know, she's like, you know, she's pregnant, she's she's showing. And I remember thinking, like, whoa, whoa. I remember thinking, yes, yes, tell her to come inside. Um, and she came inside, and I, you know and i then I told some people on staff, and uh you know, and gave her a hug, and just i remember thinking like what like the fact that she uh felt like, oh, I can't come into this i'm like i like messed up. it my sin is very visible, mm. um or my the the my consequences are it's visible, yeah, um, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh. I w- all, I wish all of our sin was visible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm. I wish all of our mistakes mm-hmm. and our decisions were visible. Yeah. I'd be an I'd be a very ugly. I'd be very ugly to look <laughs> I at. I think we'd
0: all be really um, quiet. <laughs> I think most yeah. people would be a lot quieter than we actually are.
1: <laughs> you know? And and so um yeah, I, I always think about that. I always yeah. think about that. And um uh, and so you know, yeah, yeah, I didn't you know,
0: yeah, And I think you loving her in that way probably had a huge impact on her life. Probably, You know, like I could see that yeah. really because those moments can be make or break for kids. Like my pastor said, I-, I might as well just stay outside. Or even if you said, yeah, you can come inside, but just sit in the back row. That right. can change someone's whole identity about themselves. So I think that's beautiful, you know, that you loved her in that way. So thank you so much yeah. for sharing that.
1: There is... Um... Yeah, there's this just like this expectation of of what Ah, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean I'll say, like, I didn't I wasn't a virgin when I got married. Mm. And so that's something that I had to look at my now wife and a, a girlfriend before that, and like tell him that, yeah, and uh, that's like uh, awkward. Um, <laughs> but just kind of going, like, hey, I'm so, like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but uh, this you know, like, this is this is this is me. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I think that's just one of those things. I, mean, I don't know, I think it's one of those things where it's like, I know. You know, I've seen, you, know, you see videos or people, you, people in relationships, are like, we didn't even kiss till we got married. Or <laughs> yeah. no. And you're like, that is a, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also even me committed to marriage thinking like, you yeah, know, this is, this is, this is also a beautiful thing. Like yes. God, God is good and God is in the, like the re- redeeming business. And so whatever your, your life looks like, God, there's that famous, you know story of like who wants that flower like yo god wants that flower mm-hmm. i don't know it's like this, this big started like i passed like passed a, a flower around a congregation and people like smelled it and it circled all the way around back oh, to yes. him and mm-hmm. people were like oh like oh, this is your this is your purity and who right. wants this um and so there's this thing it's like man we're like we're human beings like we're just we're, we're messy it's it's christianity is messy life is messy um for me sex dating, and sex and dating were, were, were messy and marriage kind of coming into marriage. So it's like, yeah, it's, it hasn't been like the, like the cleanest thing. And, 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 I knew like I grew up in a pastor's house. So there are all these elements of things. I'm like, Oh, I knew, I knew better. Mm-hmm. I knew better. Um, what, Whoa, what happened? Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Even, even now it's I'm like, God is good. And I'm really thankful for, for the, 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 that that the life before that. And then also the life that I have now.
0: Yeah. So, how do you feel like that? You know that decision you made affected your marriage.
1: Telling my wife. Yeah, just having or, that conversation
0: and then like going forward into your marriage.
1: Uh, I mean, I knew that I wanted to be honest. I, I there was just this this idea of like I want to be an open book. Mm-hmm. I want I want I wanted my wife. I was remembering like I want you to know about me, and I don't want to I don't want to have I don't want to have to hide anything. Yeah. Um, so and i still and i still aim that way to a uh, you know sometimes it's, uh, it's not easy <laughs> yeah you know and but, i was just go ahead but yeah i just that's that's what i believe i just yeah. i'm like hey i want you to know me mm-hmm. you know just, this is we just need to you need to know me
0: yeah yeah <laughs> and just me. being honest and um, and bold about that i was just listening to this yeah. um um he's a male therapist. And he was talking about like a lot of women love a man who can just have hard conversations yeah. and is just willing to sit in that, in that hard, you know, in that hard conversation. And that's when people grow to respect you, not because of what you have done or what you haven't done, but because you're able to have hard conversations. And I think that's a awesome example of that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I remember, uh, reading a book and an author was talking about, you know, dating and he, he described marriages. <clears throat> I can't remember his name, but he described marriage as like, you know, two histories colliding. Um, mm. So, you know, I'm, I was 26, my wife was 26. So where that's what, 52 years of history kind of colliding together. And so, um, yeah, you kind of want to know, what that history is like yeah yeah for for kind of both parties if Mm -hmm. you leave some some stuff out it could get you know it could get messier for sure yeah uh and sometimes you won't know why Mm -hmm. um I mean I'll say my wife grew up in a remember her telling me something really 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 beautiful and I just described like how my parents kind of gave me the birds and the bees talk and her parents I don't know I don't know what they said but you know she she told me once that her dad and her mom both just said hey you know whatever happens whatever happens we want you to be able to tell us Mm. we'll still love you and you'll always be welcome here and um and my mom (laughs) my mom was like if you get a girl pregnant we're we're kicking you out of the house (laughs) you're gonna have to work Mm. and also this was in tanzania so she's like and also we're not taking you back to america (laughs) um (laughs) and so i remember thinking like oh my gosh so just this, these two different kind of like um opinions of I don't remember my parents were like this, I don't think they meant a lot of that, but there was just like the scare tactic of like yeah do not you know it's East Africa it's you know Eastern culture <laughs> honor shame was so like do not bring shame <laughs> upon this family do not bring do not bring shame upon the ministry uh they didn't say that but that was like the understanding of like yeah. we are god fearing um,
0: <laughs> so fear god and so
1: there <laughs> so there's like a lot of decisions where i was like oh, i don't wanna like same and you know i don't want to not only like i don't want to miss heaven but i also don't want to like miss my parents because mm. my parents will not want no part of me or my life and my you know my wife's parents kind of telling her like you're always welcome here mm. you know you're always welcome here And they told her the truth, spoke the truth in love, but then also was followed by, hey, like whatever else happens, uh, you're, you are still a part of this family. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, I think that's, I don't know. I just felt like, I just felt like sharing that. Hopefully. Yeah. I think, yeah. Do with that. All that was,
0: (laughs) yeah. All that was really good. And that kind of leads me into my next question. That's more about your talent, but, um, I guess like, what do you feel like, or who do you feel like has impacted, um your i guess the trajectory of what your talent has become
1: who or what um yeah. it's an amalgamation of 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 people but today if you know i think the i'm gonna say my my dad mm. um my dad played guitar we always went to like churches or fellowships i don't know if people did like uh small groups but um Tanzanian small groups, like East African small groups were you know, like nuts, man. We'd go to somebody's house, like somebody's tiny apartment, there'd be like a hundred of us in there. My dad would play guitar and like lead worship. And then my dad also always had a camera, so he was filming, he'd like film those events or he'd take pictures of us on birthdays. And we hated it, you know, we're like, (laughs) What are you doing, dude? Uh, <laughs> then he'd get the pictures developed at Walmart and then we'd have to like sit, like kind of flip through and like, Oh, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Here's me celebrating my birthday at McDonald's, um, <laughs> where I celebrated multiple birthdays for several years <laughs> That's great. in Pelham, Alabama. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, I, I would, my dad bought us my first like contemporary gospel, cd kirk franklin stomp oh dope. uh you know all god's you know what i'm saying i met <laughs> kirk franklin earlier this year and i was like i need to shake your hand and like you you were the soundtrack of my life man he sure and, was uh, <laughs> and, and and i was like i love man like i you just were my just loved listening to you we had a five cd like a five disc radio in the living room and we just line your cds up and uh at, and when i told kirk franklin that this was backstage at the Kayla fan awards he just said oh thank you so much for coming up and talking to me, which I thought that's the most Kirk Franklin thing I've ever heard. Thank you so much for coming up and talking to me. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I would just say like my dad, you know, just really, really put us on to uh, like, just put me on to so many different things Mm. Um, and like more than anything, like uh, facilitated a culture of, of arts and he wasn't like an like an artist. He wouldn't let us watch like Disney movies. Oh, I remember wow. My brother brought back The Lion King. And when I was like, no, we're not watching a Disney movie here. Oh, I'm and, sorry uh, to hear that. We did and we didn't watch it. That's the worst. I remember thinking like, this is about Africa. This is practically a documentary. <laughs> we got they speak Swahili in this movie. That's what we speak. That's what you speak. Like we gotta <laughs> and he said no. But uh even with all that just together, you know, um, being a being a dad now to Ezra my two and a half year old you know letting him like play with my guitar here in my office or we, I just got a drone him like flying the drone or sitting in, in here in my office on my computer on my computer like typing the keys and looking at me like oh I'm working that um, Cute. And I'm like I don't just type key- I don't type key- I don't do that but uh yeah there's just this this idea of like oh my dad instilled so many great things in me of, mm. of just creating and doing and uh and having a son now, I, I like recognize that my dad passed away in
0: 2018.
1: Mm, okay, um, so uh, he really didn't get to see like the coolest part of my life. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that he so very much uh, influenced and informed. So
2: yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Always yeah. Hard. My dad
1: like loved great comedy. Like he loved. It was a generous. Laughter l- l- cried when he laughed. I now cry when I laugh. Aww. Um Yeah, like played music and all those things, and so. I get to kind of do that now and then sometimes I'll make something in that regard. And uh, mm-hmm. a couple million people will see it. So, yeah.
0: And I think, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Slight flex. Um, sometimes, but... sometimes it's not always the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's, you know, thank God for heaven, you know, cause we'll get to be reunited. Yeah. So 100%. awesome. So why do you feel like your content is so successful?
1: <sighs> Man i I am probably the harshest person mm. <laughs> to myself. uh I got this just standard, which was instilled by friends and colleagues who I've all collaborated and worked with mm. and um and we work we work hard I, I you know i I work hard uh I'm open to criticism. I send stuff to people. I've worked on notes i've I've been up till three four am the night before a video comes out, just mm. fine tuning. Um, but I, I mean, I learned that just from friends. Like I, I really, th- I went through a couple of years, just a season where I asked friends, like I would just grill people about, hey, what is this? Why is this good? What can I do? Hey, I shot this thing over the weekend. Can you look at it? What do you think I can do better? They're like, oh, it's trash. Scrap it. I'd scrap it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd go back. Hey, can I do this? Hey, can I hire this person? Hey, what do you think about doing this? And so I just asked a lot of questions and, and, and really uh uh just figured out that it's more work than it is like fun there's a lot of fun to be had yeah there's just a lot of work there's a lot of like technical like just grunt work and so Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um knowing that and then teaming up with people uh just about like the technical aspect of it but then also like the comedic fun side of it um yeah, yeah. It made for a really good combination. Uh, I live in Greenville, South Carolina, and it's just been it's been I think some of the most talented people oh, have cool. kind of come come mm-hmm. out of here here recently and so yeah, I've just been able to collaborate with really great people. They've given me really great advice mm-hmm. and we all hold each other to this accountability of we're not slipping we're not phoning it in um and if it's trash let's tell me it's trash yeah yeah Uh, but yeah yeah that's kind of excellent excellence just i've had some of the greatest collaborators just yeah my just genius and i always tell people that when people like oh man all your stuff is so great i'm like oh my my friend robert my friend pd like my friend Mm. brian zach all these people who I, who I work with, like, they are, we're, we all work together, so I'm just on the forefront uh, of a lot of it, but, um mm-hmm. but it's really successful, because everybody, like, we all, we all get our, our hands in it, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that hard work is, like, that's definitely a, a testimony to it all. Um, so, Obviously, you're, you're hardworking and your production level is, like, beautiful. I know every time I be commenting on your stuff, I'll be like, this man does not miss. <laughs> Never does. <laughs> um, but where do you feel like you're, if you had to say, because I know you mentioned your dad when it comes to just, like, yeah. you as a whole. But um, what do you feel like has shaped your humor? Like, what's, how, you, how have you gotten here as, you know, yeah. as a funny guy?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um i i like i'm i'm a big i'm like a big comedy nerd i listen mm-hmm. to a lot like a lot of comedy albums okay uh i listened you know i watch a lot of documentaries uh,
2: okay
1: i like reading books about you know my comics and stuff um yeah yeah just like a- like i listen to so many podcasts featuring comedians that i love cool and uh and so yeah i i'm just uh i'm just a fan i love i love jokes Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a podcast that kind of breaks down jokes and i'm like i this is perfect uh so yeah was that the question you asked like what is shaped
0: yeah so yeah that makes sense like i think you know being a a fellow funny person as well you know it's just a combination of things you've experienced in life and then it just kind of comes out and people think you're hilarious (laughs)
1: it's like i mean it's stuff like that like here recently my son and i we've been watching well you know he he kind of doesn't i had to put him on he's two he doesn't know well, we've been watching a lot of family matters okay. and so and so he wakes up he'll wake me up at like 6 a.m and he doesn't want to go back to sleep and i'm like all right well he's in four of family matters here we go and so <laughs> you know s- stuff like that i mm-hmm. love 30 rock tina fey Oh, uh, I love John her. John Mulaney, Mike uh, I watch too much Thirty Rock. I love uh, <laughs> throwback. Yeah, yeah, you like freaking Eddie Murphy, Chris Rock. Everybody hates Chris. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, like so many things. Just a lot of that, a mm-hmm. lot of that stuff. I remember my we got a copy of Ernest Goes to Camp when I was when I was younger. I don't was think I like, know I don't that. Know goes. It's uh, so Ernest was like he's like the original viral like, I watched the video and they described like the original like viral superstar. Mm. Um, he, like a guy, a producer, and him would make these videos of just him like goofing off or being like an annoying neighbor or something. And it's just him to camera, so it's like POV mm. style, what the kids call POV. And um, <laughs> and so there's this movie called Ernest Goes to Camp, and it's just like really slapsticky, you know, like he's falling off ladders and stuff. <laughs> and I remember just watching that over and over, thinking like, this is this is comedy. This is this guy is hilarious, yeah. and so. Yeah, just stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Are, and you know,
0: we are Christians, but obviously we can be inspired by things that are secular and outside of, you know, where our our uh realm, I guess you could say. So, yeah. um you know, you you do you do a great job at what you're doing. So, what has caused you to think, "Oh, I'm going to do this" and as a Christian? Because you can be doing this for like, you know, universal or whatever. So, what made you kind of yeah. Hone your your uh craft or your videos on this kind of content.
1: I mean, they say write what you know, mm. and uh, I sadly know way too much <laughs> church culture. <laughs> I like I'm like the quintessential drug baby. That's a stupid <laughs> joke. I was drugged to church. Um, when my parents became missionaries, we went to a different church every like Sunday morning, Sunday oh, night, wow. Wednesday night, sometimes Thursday and Friday, and in the southeast. So like I went to, I went to church, you know, and I went to a lot of churches. Mm. Uh, So yeah, yeah. I mean, I even worked for a church. So yeah, there was just like this, you know, my friend Petey and I co-write a bunch of stuff together. Uh, Yeah. We just, we just kind of caught a lot of the nuances of, of church culture that we thought are really funny. We're like, Hey, let's just call them out. And then, there are not too many creators in this lane. There were a lot maybe kind of when we started off, but there are not too many now. Mm. Um, and so we're like, Hey, let's do, let's create the highest quality stuff kind of in this lane and, and uh run as, as fast and as far as we can. So.
0: Yeah. I feel that
1: we, we we're we going to try to create some stuff out of, outside of, you know, outside of the evangelical or like Christian space. We will okay. eventually. Um, but yeah, we just, we just love it. We just love it. We're like, <laughs> i was telling somebody like we were the kids in church who just like sat on the back row and gave bad commentary to somebody next to us (laughs) and so that's kind of what we're still doing now (laughs) when we make fun of kind of certain people uh or like worship music or something like that it's still that but Mm -hmm. now it's just in a different it's taking a different form yeah
0: good stuff so um so how do you feel like um so we're i'm going to kind of consider your talent as humor that's kind of what you. I feel like everything yeah. kind of comes down to. Obviously, you're very talented at, at the production of it all, for sure. Um, yeah. But if we take humor, um, how would you say that like your talent of humor has impacted your relationship with Christ or like vice versa?
1: Uh, so um, when I worked for church, I had this thought of, oh, this is the most important and meaningful thing that I can do with my life is to serve God in at a church mm. and i quit making videos i was like 24 and i quit making videos so i remember thinking oh, i don't need to do that what i don't need youtube um all i'm gonna do is just serve i'm gonna serve god mm. and uh i was good. i was part of that youth ministry and and so um i got fired slash voluntarily let go it just didn't work out and so the pastor was like hey I, I don't really think you're really gonna like you're a good soldier and i was thinking like <laughs> I don't think I ever will be. So, <laughs> so they're like, we can we can give you a sabbatical and you can come back if you want to like change your attitude. And everything I, I don't going to
2: change. That is so,
1: so. So, so you know, they're like, all right, we're gonna let you go. And so I was like, all right. And then I worked for a ministry called Papa John's and delivered pizza. Oh, God! Like another year but you know you know that ministry you know yeah. that ministry john schneider the the <laughs> head of that path reverend john schneider yeah uh he's gotten a little bit of hot water here recently oh yeah but, uh-huh. um, yeah Worked for the papa but yeah so there was this uh uh when i started making when i started making videos again and um i worked at a production company and so my boss there and so many producers and directors and talented people there um they kind of gave me all this wisdom they kind of put me on like they I just asked a lot of questions and they kind of like coached me into creating great content. Um, and it was in the Christian space. And then I remember getting emails and stuff. People were like, Oh, we just showed your video to conference. Hey, we just showed your video at a VBS. Hey, we just showed your, your, oh, uh, cool. your video to think, Hey, I just showed it to all of my staff in a meeting or something. <laughs> and I, and I still get that a lot. And, um, and I would say that was probably been the most encouraging thing because for a long time, and I was just talking to a lady over this weekend who said the same thing. She's a voiceover artist. And, um, yeah. She's actually Katie Lee. She plays Connie Kendall on uh, Adventures in Odyssey. I don't know if anybody grew up on Adventures in Odyssey. Oh, okay. If they do, Connie Ken- yeah, Katie Lee, and uh, and she said she lives she lives out in L.A. And so for a long time, she thought, oh, I am a Christian in the secular world. I'm a Christian in the secular space, um, and so that and that's how even making videos. I worked a production company. I remember thinking like, I'm not doing anything for the Lord. I'm making money. I'm filming commercials training videos events or whatever um but then when i started making stuff and it did well and people showed i remember thinking oh i guess i'm i am (laughs) doing ministry yeah you know in a way and so uh that is really i'd say for a long time i felt very uh i I felt very directionless uh i Mm. felt like i was in this like the term once again, the secular world. Mm. When people ask me are you a minister, i they're like, no, I'm in the secular world, dude. I just have a regular job. But you know, these videos and all the stuff that I that I that have made, um, you know, when when people tell me, oh, we show it every Sunday at our kids' church or whatever, I'm like, that is so cool, mm-hmm. and I am so glad that this exit that I went on for a long time, these woods, mm. <laughs> of like, I'm just gonna make a bunch of stuff, like I'm. It was not an exit. I yeah. like I never left the interstate. Mm. Um, and so that's really been really encouraging to me. And and I have this confidence now of I think for a long time I just remember thinking like, oh, I'm just playing around, I'm just making stuff. I'm just making stuff. But if you know, if somebody would comment or send me a message you're like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm an atheist and I just watched your video and I thought that was really funny. I grew up in church and so that's exactly what how it was. And uh and so I'm like, wow, that is really cool. And I think in the past, me like when I was in ministry, I probably would have been like, "Can I just pray for you right now? I just want to like love and hug on you, or whatever." Um, but now, I'm like, no, the ministry is the stuff that I get to do, and sometimes, you know, if I have time, I'll like message, go back and forth with somebody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, oh, I'm not just playing around. You know what I mean? Even a podcast like this. You know, where I do a podcast you know, I'm thinking, like, I'm just talking into a microphone forever long. But no, like people listen to it, people are encouraged. Yeah. Sometimes you say in my case, occasionally, occasionally I'll say something uh worth latching on to. Whatever. <laughs> you know, and so uh then it, so it's like, yo, yeah, it's still it's still it's still ministry.
0: Yeah. You know? There's yeah. ministry in it. So you're doing ministry right now, even on this podcast.
1: Oh, God bless. Yeah. Amen, sister. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> How are we doing this? Are you taking up an offering and then we're going to split it? Or am I taking it up? Or can people just donate to I think, our separate? Yeah. Kind I think of what we'll do is we'll just do like a ministries. whole a whole pot and then I'll
0: take 90% <laughs> like of it and you'll get pot.
1: the 10%. 90? Um. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll talk about this. I've got people. If you got people, we'll like, wait, we'll, <laughs> right, right, we'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> but no, all the stuff that you've been saying today is really good. And I think it's helpful for people to see um, Christian creatives and the thought process behind it. Um, and that like, you know a lot of this is a journey and the Lord is bringing us into the woods or whatever, um, to shape us into where you are today. So you may, may have thought before, like this is meaningless, but actually you learned all this to do, you know, we know that Christian movies, a lot of the time aren't the greatest, you know, um, a lot of Christian content isn't like the best best production, Uh but what you're doing is wonderful. Uh And it's actually funny. Like it's great quality. So I think it, you know, and at the end of the day, like we're, we're, We're dropping seeds too. So that atheist watching your video, it did something. We not we may not know the weight of it, but it did do something. He went out of his way to watch the video and then comment to you. He didn't have to do that, or whoever that was.
1: I I think it's just so cool that um, I know the internet. Everybody's really divided on what the internet, the beauty of the internet, or whatever. Mm -hmm.
2: Um, But every now and then,
1: you know making something i do this character called loose can of guest speaker yes where it's just, a, just like a like an unhinged guest speaker who just yells <laughs> the worst stuff and um and uh for me and a friend kind of wrote that out of like hey like that's not okay if you're gonna stand up and speak in front of people like the bible's got 66 books Pick one, right. all right. At least pick a couple of verses, <laughs> like, shoot. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just don't be shooting from the hip when you go up there. Yeah, talking about. I used to shoot squirrels with BB guns. You're like, hey, that does not pertain. <laughs> Nobody needs to know that, sir. Uh, Again, <laughs> so stuff like that, you know, you, you kind of make fun of guest speakers, and yeah. people are like, oh, that's hilarious. But the worst part is there is some. There are some loose cannon guest speakers who I know mm-hmm. who've commented or sent me a message like, "Oh dude, that last video was hilarious." I'm like, "Dude, I'm talking about <laughs> right. you. That's you." I've seen you preach, dog. <laughs> I'm talking about you, dude. Should I just tag you? Make right. it easier. Uh, but, you know, uh I remember one time I like put out a thing. I just remember going like, "Hey, just tell me, send me a message of like the a time you've been at a church where a pastor said something ridiculous." Mm that it didn't make the, it didn't make the news like he didn't get canceled he didn't get fired what was it mm-hmm. and i got hundreds of messages and i like highlighted a miss on my instagram i highlighted them and just kind of put them all strung them all together but it is absurd it really the is the amount of things people are like i was at a church and this pastor said this and i was at a church and i'm like okay um so making fun of it, it it's kind of like it's <laughs> my idea of telling people like hey uh this is not what it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, you're exposing if it in like in a this
1: context.
0: Yeah, in a palatable way, you're exposing
1: yeah. it. Yeah, it's still horrendous. Like I say, surprise! I've said some of the some of the things where I'm like, why am I? Me and my friend write it, and we'll like we'll write it at, at you know, freaking two a.m. sending each other back and forth mm-hmm. texts or whatever. And I'm like, people aren't gonna let us say this, and <laughs> whatever I've said as that character. There's still somebody who's like, oh, I, I've heard worse, and they'll quote it. Or I'll read an article about something else the pastor said, and I'm like, those guys are just better than us, man. Those guys are just <laughs> like <laughs> ten steps, three, ten steps ahead of you. They're just a freaking, just a Michael Jordan's right. controversy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't even be, I can't even be worse, and I'm trying. Right. Oh,
0: <laughs> they're man. not
1: trying, and they're worse. So,
0: <laughs> That's so good. Oh man. Yeah. And I think, you know, what you are doing definitely does hold weight in the kingdom. And if we're so funny and more Go ahead.
1: I've had so many like I would go to conferences or events and stuff, and it's crazy the amount of times people will come up and talk to me about like a video or something. And mm-hmm. and so and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not a like I'm not your pastor, dude. But people just come up and just start like just telling me about. Mm. Oh man, I just I watched that, and so then I watched this, and so I remember I went to a church and somebody And so it's really cool to know that I had a different experience. And so there's this like this thing of like, oh wow, where it it has, uh, it is brought to get like has brought me together with so many different people. Mm. Um, I mean, young, old, wherever, whatever state, whatever city, whatever country. Uh, just oh man, we can bond. Like, hey, church is like ridiculous. <laughs> But also we're in a church, so we still kind of believe in it, right? right. But uh it gets it gets wild.
0: Yeah, Yeah. you know, just like everything else in the world, you know, sin is sin has affected everything. Yeah. Um, and I was gonna say, you know, like the Lord has given us humor so that you know, we are made in his image. That means when I get to heaven, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be cracking up. I always think about this. Jesus is probably so freaking funny. (laughs) I'm gonna be in pain for the rest of my life.
1: What up, Adam? You didn't have to eat that apple, dog. You know exactly. what I'm saying?
0: I mean, like, he's hilarious. Hey, you kind of messed
1: up humanity for all of us, but it's all good. Bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus came through and fixed it, man. Yeah,
0: bro, we're yeah, gonna be cracking yeah. up right there.
1: <laughs> that's probably one of the. Uh, all we got is jokes. There's a comedian named Mike Brabiglia, and he's got a comedy special on Netflix called "Thank God for Jokes."
2: Okay. And I'm like, thank
1: God. I'm like, Amen, brother. Like, thank God for, for jokes. Real. Um. So I have a song called Veg- Veggie Tales Remix, and it's probably one of the biggest things that I've done. I think, I've and it. I always tell oh, it, it's uh, a, a. My dad died in January of 2018, and uh, I was in Tanzania. Went, I was there; he passed away while I was visiting, mm. and I flew back to the states. And um, and I wrote that song a couple of weeks later, mm. and uh, <laughs> and then I up you know put it up online on like July. And it got like like a million views in twenty four hours. Wow. It was nuts. And so I remember telling that to a friend. I'm like, man, you wrote you wrote that song the month, the same month your dad died. And right. I'm like, yeah. So so friend was like, so you mean your dad died <laughs> and you were just listening to the Veggie Tales theme <laughs> right. song, you know, while you were mourning. I'm like, dude. i I don't know man yeah uh so it's like this you know like once again full circle
2: mm-hmm.
1: um sorrowful yet always rejoicing like that was the saddest i also got married in 2018 mm. so um so just yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and i think you know what god's you just got said, god's got like an incredible sense of humor he
0: really yeah. does and like sometimes you just gotta laugh at your situation sometimes like
1: uh-huh.
0: i feel like the lord sometimes i'll be like you think this is funny <laughs> i'm gonna laugh with you yeah but that's
1: the-
0: yeah wow wow
1: i know i know i know I, I can't wait like i think i think heaven i mean, I, I know we're gonna be praising him i'm like man that's gonna be the biggest punchline of all time that's gonna be god's biggest mic drop moment when he's like well done my good and faithful, right. And right. faithful servants right <laughs> he comes out to the john cena music right he just does he just does like a tight a tight hour about like man y'all was wild right (laughs) then i sent you COVID in 2020 you liked i'm like
0: come on bro
1: we didn't like it but literally whose
0: mans is this oh it's our mans that's who it is
1: (laughs) yeah that's our mans right that's our god (laughs) (laughs) this whole time right right
0: um but yeah i think you just kind of saying full circle um you said sorrowful but always rejoicing right
1: yeah yeah. that's like
0: a beautiful Mm -hmm. way to kind of sum it up like your talent matt your talent is that you know, a, a, yeah. a lot of humor is that, you know, it's laughing at our pain. Um, and I think, right. you know, that's why I wanted to highlight this as well as like a talent, because you're still, t- you're still bringing people to Christ through this thing.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the main, uh, I, I spoke at a conference uh, back in July of this year and in the theme of the conference is whatever you do, um, whatever you do. And so I just kind of spoke, I remember talking i remember thinking and praying while i was putting my message together my main point i was just sort of like guys like for a long time i had this idea of like the best thing i could do for the kingdom of heaven was (laughs) like get up on a stage every sunday Mm. or wednesday night and and like speak and preach and pray for people and uh you know and if i was good at that maybe i would be like a state state overseer and then if i was good at that i'd get invited to conferences and so there was this path, this trajectory that I remember being on of like of church church world, church career. Uh and and when I got thrown off of it, it was really rattling. It was probably like the like a like an immensely really dark time in my life. Mm. Uh because I thought like I kind of blew it. I remember people talking to me like, "Oh, dude, I heard you're not in ministry anymore." And I remember thinking like, "Dude, I didn't murder anybody." <laughs> like I just me in the past we just didn't get along like right. it just didn't work
2: mm. you know
1: what I mean like it's all but I really did feel like I was attending my own funeral for mm. like a year there wow. talking to people like how are you doing and I'm like I'm good I just don't work at that church right. you know but I also got uh, like <laughs> you know, like there was this thing of like dudes you blew it like yeah um, and so and so it is incredible and even I meet people today I'm like man. Like the Kingdom of Heaven, like God needs podcasts, God needs videos, <laughs> mm. uh, God needs training videos, God needs great music. God like we need great movies. Mm. Uh, God needs plumbers, God needs welders, He needs nurses. Oh, uh, if you've dealt with anybody in that field, you're like, no, we need we need great people in that field. yeah, and I would say that person is just as important as i, I I've been to a church that got, we couldn't have service one Sunday because the pipes were clogged up. Oh, shoot. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, if a plumber came through on Saturday night, mm-hmm. that would have been a, I mean, he would have done the best ministry that week. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So there's this understanding of like, oh, the person up there on the stage does the best. He's, that's it. God, God bless. We we'll Pray for him. Pray bless him. God bless. But then there are a lot of, there are a lot of other people who are, you know just we just out here mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> right? yeah and we just out here
0: this yeah. is literally why i created this like highlight in the podcast because that's what i want people to see like i had a someone who's like a digital designer before you and yeah. someone who did like organics he's teaching people how to plant seeds like it's all for christ and it looks we different in all of our different yeah. all of our lives
1: i, I would say that's the main. i mean like if, if anything else after i uh after i left working in the church world. I every time I meet somebody uh, on a plane, in at the store or wherever, at a church, somebody who just works in a different career. Every time, I'm so intrigued Mm -hmm. about what they do, how they got there, why they love it. Because for a long time, if you didn't work in a church, you were like trash Mm. to me. Just because I remember thinking like, you should serve God. All those talent, all that, that graphic design talent. You should, you should use that for the kingdom of heaven. You know, what are you doing? Working on a Coca, Southeast Coca-Cola. They don't need, that's not the kingdom. No, (laughs) like they still work in a company. They work with people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if people need Coke, but, uh, but it's whatever, you know, (laughs) they need the job. They're probably doing really well. So there's this understanding of like, for now, I just really feel like, man, thank you. Thank you. Um, and I hate that for a long time, I, didn't really have space in my heart or mind for
2: mm-hmm. for yeah.
1: any other career besides But <laughs> the thank God for, for becoming
0: more like Jesus every day. Yeah. <laughs> thank thank God for Jesus. That's what I like to say.
1: Amen. Amen. Um who was hey <laughs> carpenter by the way, you ex- know? Hey, carpenter before he kind of kind for of blew 30 up.
0: whole years. <laughs> <laughs> didn't yeah, do anything. Yeah. 30 like, years. What
1: the heck? I <laughs> nah, so, no, don't know. People ain't ready for that though. No no, that, no, no, no. No, no, no. They're not.
0: Um so Yes. So my last question is kind of fun. So what do you feel like is a talent that you have that people actually don't
1: know that you have? Oh man, I'm really good at flying a kite. Stop that. That's just straight up. Are you serious? I a, I, I am like I am like sick. Na- uh, uh I can do a bunny hop on a scooter. I, like <laughs> this is I ain't even playing around. I can't
2: stand you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you happy with you like happy with that skill? kite thing? I'm like thinking, oh shoot, he probably. No, like, I
1: really do. It. I really am good at kite. Oh, for real? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm nice with it. Nobody's ever said. that. <laughs> I'm like, that. dang, I wish I could see it. <laughs> you're their right. Kite no skills. one. I'm really nice with it. Uh, I'm. I get up there. I'm like <laughs> attention. Uh, <laughs> I gotta see
0: this now. Now that you're saying that,
1: what is the skill? Oh, so I recently got a smoker and uh oh, okay i've been, been thrown down i've been throwing down okay that's just part of my evolution as a dad like mm. third kid i got a smoker
0: yeah do you have uh, the um second. the jean shorts yet or we're
1: the not gene, doing i got the jean shorts okay i got the white new balance okay so you're really I got out the there ankle white socks oh wow okay? i got the t-shirt tucked in okay brown belt mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're serious okay uh i'm serious mm. i'm out there and i also I smoke meats in the driveway. Whoa. So I want the neighborhood. I live in a cul-de-sac. So I'm like, y'all better, y'all, y'all better. Right, y'all going go see this. what Shama's cooking right now. <laughs> exactly. Y'all gonna see what I'm about right now. <laughs> no, I've been smoking meats. So that's been, that's probably been like, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Cool, cool. I,
1: I don't, I can't, I, maybe I need to make a video about that somehow related to the oh, to yeah. Christian comedy, but mm-hmm. and no, like no, I got- no, that's just been my, I've been out there. Ribs, I wings, you. steak, duck oh wow don't play with me i'm not not the duck sometimes i'll fire up the i'll fire up the smoker and send up the kite just to to let people know what i'm about at
2: the same
0: time
1: (laughs) this is the the richest i've ever sounded (laughs) shama smokes meats and and flies kites
0: (laughs) oh shoot good stuff okay well i'm i'm serious you gotta show me one time what you what you doing with that kite but
2: okay yes I will. I will. thank
0: you so much for coming on the podcast literally y'all need to listen to every single inch and ounce <laughs> of this podcast episode because it is worth it i'm not cutting anything out not one second y'all oh, gonna sit man. here in here all I of it.
1: the mic a couple times you help me out <laughs> that's help fine me out. i don't want to sound like a noob <laughs>
0: we're being you know what i'm saying we're real out here we're, it's, it's authentic yeah, yeah
1: but i really hope that uh yeah i mean more than anything i think everything just what we talked about like you know Early on, like in the middle of there, about dating and marriage and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would just say, man, like find people that you really trust and love, and like man, really cling to those people. Yeah, um, that's it's been it's been monumental for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I can't I can't like put down my understanding of a lot of that stuff in the in the great words or you know in a book or something. But um, but yeah, it's just been it's it's helped me out a ton. It's helped yeah. me out a ton.
0: Yeah, I agree as well. That's literally life changing. So. Um, so tell the people where they can find you.
1: Oh man. Uh, shamamrema.com. I'll send you that link or else at shama, the number four reels, R E A L Z on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, also Twitter too. Um, you can see all my political opinions there, (laughs) all my thoughts. No, I'm not. I'm really bad at Twitter. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Cool, uh, good stuff. Try to, I try to put up stuff when I can, but once again, three kids, new ones just turned two weeks old. Listen, so uh, it's your quality. Man's trying. <laughs>
0: that's fine. No, literally, <laughs> yeah. I think too. And it's like, oh shoot, he posts another one. You know what I'm saying? I'm not thinking like, oh man, he didn't post one last week. I'm not anybody thinking about yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like this going to be quality. This going to be quality laughs, be quality laughs yeah. right here.
1: <laughs> I I really am trying. I love it. I love yeah. it. It's been um, I, I was telling. When I've been praying recently, I'm I'm always like, I've been thanking God for all the prayers that he's answered. Because, mm. um, you know, even just making stuff that people would see, that was like a prayer for many, many years. Mm. And so now I'm like, I am like... In that answered prayer, you right are. Now. You know what I mean? Like this conversation right you. now. I'm like, I'm like in. I'm in the future, right. and past me prayed for this, right. and future me got it. You right. Know? Uh, so it's 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 really cool. It's yeah. Really cool.
0: And yeah, love love what you're doing. So as you guys know, thank you. You can follow me at the Parallel Pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, yeah. Remember to speak the truth in love, and uh, kiss the sun. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for having me.